choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. All right. What's up, y'all? Episode 11 here. Thanks for asking. This is Suave at Sincerely Suave. This is Kells at KMGZ. And, um, we gonna have a name for y'all at the end. As always, right now, it's no idea what it would be. Actually, one just popped in my head, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, so as <laughs> as as we um, began last week, our first our first um, our first section is gonna be yours and never two. So um, I'm I'm curious. I told you what mine was. I'm curious to hear what, what yours is. Oh, and I don't know if we, I can't recall if we explained yours and there. I mean, I think it's self-explanatory, but it's kind of like our shout-outs, but it don't, you know, just just whatever extraordinary or exemplary or whatever event or individual, we, you know, occurred during the week that we want to give a shout-out to. I don't even want to call it shout-outs because everybody call it shout-outs, so. Yeah, whatever made me say wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so mine, I have two this week. The first is um, shout-out to these people in China. Uh, a bus, a, uh, a big child bus, hit this 76-year-old woman. And nice. the people in the street rushed to, like, save this woman. Like, they, like, tipped the bus over and pulled her out. And Wait, I thought that was, was pretty... In China, you said? Yeah, I can't pronounce the city it yeah. was. Dang. It was... She didn't die from the bus hitting her? It was one of them rickety-ass buses, huh? No, it was, like, a big that... charter... Looking bus, maybe it was their city bus. I don't know how they. Man. I ain't never been over there. That, that go to show you, man. When it's, I, I'm a firm believer. I don't sweat death because I feel like when your number is up, it's up, and you're not gonna die a second before, and you're not gonna live a second longer. So you know, just live your life. I agree, and I also believe in the good of people. It's just like you know that that goes to show. You know, people are people aren't that bad. Yeah. But um, yeah. So she was trapped over, and these people came to her rescue, and like pushed the bus over, so I thought that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lived. She only had um, pretty minor injuries. I think she had a big scar on her head, but that was pretty much it. Um, and Yeah, so shout out to them. Y'all are pretty awesome. And then my second was George Zimmer. And if you're unfamiliar with who he is, he's, he that's, was... That's Zimmer, not Zimmerman. Zim- I was Zimmer. Like, no, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, and you were like, Zimmerman? <laughs> like, hell no. <laughs> Unless you giving him the yours and negative two for getting fucked up. Yeah, nah, nah, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but George Zimmer is the ex CEO of uh, Men's Warehouse, and I used to work there. That was one of my many jobs um, long ago, and it was actually one of my favorites. It was a great company to work for, but they got him out of the paint in 2013, which was like kind of a sad story because he built um, the Men's Warehouse up. Um, from 1973, he opened that store in Houston, Texas, with a cigar box um, with a couple of his college homies. Um, and they used the cigar box as like the cash register. Oh, okay. So that's pretty sad, but he's a cool ass dude. Anyway, he opened up um, a company called Detailers using his own money, no cap, um, no venture capitalists. Um, and what it is is like an Uber for tailors. So oh. it's tailors on command. They got that shit here. In New York? Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, they should have it, definitely. What's it called? Z Taylors. Z Taylors. Alright. Um, and the Taylors are making 65% of whatever money that they're bringing in. So, like, he's a fair guy. Um, so, shout out to him. I never got to meet him, but from every story that I heard, the dude was, like, the coolest guy around. Coolest dang walking. So, why shout did, out to George Zimmer. Why did they get him out the paint? Apparently because he wanted too much power or he didn't agree with the board or uh, whatever. They had a disagreement, so they were just like, you got to get the fuck on. Yeah, that's the downside of going corporate, man. That's why I was like, I don't know why so many companies be rushing. I mean, sometimes it's necessary because your growth is just, there's no other structure that can work for you. But I feel like a lot of companies, they rush to go corporate too soon or at all. Like, once you go yeah. corporate and you got shareholders, it ain't your shit no more. And they can, you know, get you up out of your shit, which, I mean, you going to get paid for it. it. ain't like you, you know, but still, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these companies, like Twitter. I feel like Twitter shouldn't, you know, rush to go corporate unnecessarily. Yeah, it might cost us some money then. Um, I don't know if it's going to cost, but it's definitely... Well, did they already go corporate? Huh? They haven't gone corporate yet, right? Who, Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, yeah. Twitter went public. Uh-huh. And I mean, that's why that's when all them ads and shit started popping up. That's what that was. And I don't know if they're going to charge it, but I can see it. It's going to get whacker because I read an article about them trying to... Because Facebook is, is, is very profitable, but, you know, Facebook is whack <laughs> also. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. But, um, so that was her. So, mine's, yours, yours is all, like, like, like positive and on point. Mine's <laughs> is very, very not, but whatever. My yours and never two goes out to that little white boy who helped his mama deliver that lady to Faith in the Walmart in Indiana. <laughs> I saw that video the first time I saw it, and y'all know I'm immature as fuck, so a lot of y'all, y'all be like, oh, that's horrible, y'all shouldn't, I understand you gotta set a positive example for kids, but I'll be laughing, like, I I laughed, I don't be caring about that shit a lot of times, it was funny, so the first time I saw it, I was, I was uh, at the desk, and so I uh, watched the video without sound, I just watched the video. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. Like, it's my, these two grown people fighting, and they got this, you know, little boy in there fighting, too. Like, what well, he going to grow up to be? But then, <laughs> and, and, and then, you know, people started tweeting the actual story about it. So I watched it again, put my headphones in, and watched it with sound. And that little nigga, man, he had me laughing so hard because he was the realest dude in that Walmart. So if y'all don't know the story, I'm sure everybody saw the video, but... So there was a, a lady, it was two white, this is, you can't, you can't make this shit up. It was basically two white people, three white people, if you count little Johnny, arguing over the one white person calling a Walmart worker who tapped out the scene like, what the fuck ever, a nigger. That's what the argument was about. So it was this little, it was a white lady in pink riding around on a scooter and everybody was like she ain't even handicapped she probably faking that for the parking spot that wasn't a handicapped chair that wasn't fucking scooters that they put at the front of the walmart anybody can get on them shit you ain't gotta be handicapped half the time the old people are fat people on them shit so ain't like she was pulling off the heist of the country because she was on the, the, the fucking scooter but anyway she was on the scooter and and the story is I, we we couldn't see, but I guess it, right right before the person because it was a third party who started filming it, she was calling one of the Walmart workers a nigger, and oh. so the lady in the black heard this, and so we pick up right where um, I guess the lady in the black was you know telling her whatever she was saying to her, and and the lady in the pink on the scooter was like, oh you want this you want this you know John Blazing, and so they oh. got the scratching. 
And that lady in the black beat that lady's ass, man. She the, the lady in the pink got like two good hits off, pushed her into some shampoo. But then she came running at her. And the lady in black did some kind of round Ronda Rousey and flipped that bitch over and was beating her ass on the ground. Her son was yes. helping his mama. Her son was beating that woman with the shampoo and stomping <laughs> her with her little feet. I don't care about you. Then the, then the people watching was trying to tell him, well, the one lady was like, oh, don't do that. They're going to send you a little boy jail. He was like, you can't tell me what to do. So then he started walking over to them. And he was like, you can't tell me what to do. And then one other lady was like, no, you're right, baby. You go back and help your, help your mama, which is correct. You gotta right. If your mama's on the ground scrapping, I don't give a fuck. You better help your mama fight. Don't stand. I mean, his mom was beaten, was winning, but you ain't look. You always fighting. go back for your exactly. Mama. You fight and we fight and we deal with the ramifications and the moral lessons afterwards. But I ain't gonna fucking just stand there. So he was picking the shampoos and throwing the shampoos at her. Then he was stomping her, and I was like, "Yo, this that's my nigga, man. That little nigga was so real." And he was letting everybody know, "Don't get it fucked up," because he couldn't really do nothing. So he just started doing, you know, I call it the nigga prance when you can't really do nothing, but you just be walking back and forth like, "Oh, nigga, oh, that's what he was." And like. you think, you know, you thinking of every possibility. Yeah, like what can I do? I can't. Oh, I can't do shit. Like so, then he walked back and he was looking down the aisle, like making sure it wasn't nobody gonna come run around the corner. Oh, that shit had me dying. So anyway, I don't know the boy's name, but I was calling him Little Johnny. That's my yours and never too. That that nigga kept it real. He was helping out in that fight, and I just thought it was great. Oh, I yeah. gotta watch it again. I think I seen it. I watched a little piece of the clip, but of course I didn't see the audio and I didn't know the story. So now it all makes sense. And America is a great country. Only in 2015 will you see two big ass white women fighting in Walmart about the third, about one calling the, the Walmart worker nigger who had probably was all the way back to electronics or whatever section she came from because she was not nowhere near that fight. And that shit was just American excellence. Shout out! Shout out to that lady in the black man. <laughs> she whipped that woman ass. Then she called the radio station because it's funny. It happened in Indiana. You know, I be in Columbia during the week, and we get the break. We get um uh, Power One Hundred Five on. You know, the iHeart Road, whatever. They're they're um morning. You know how in the morning, like they they um what's that word? Syndicate certain stations. Yeah, so Columbia's they have the Breakfast Club. And okay. so she called up. Or she didn't call it Breakfast Club, but they called whoever she called. I think it was in Indiana. It was one of them clear channel stations. They all the same. And she that's that's when we found the story. She was like, no, because she was like, I, you know, she was just being racist. An employee was just trying to do her job, and she was calling her a nigger. And she was like, and my little niece is 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 half African American. The white people, all they love, they cannot say black. They love say bless their heart. They love saying African American. <laughs> She was like, she's half African-American, and I just don't, I don't play those games. You don't do that. <laughs> it's like, you go, white lady. Anyway. No, that is a, that is an authentic white lady. Yes. And she knows her place. Yes. And I think this is a great moment for us to segue into um, current events, and we're going to start with Rachel. We're going to start there. Because you, you go first, man. Speaking to, of white ladies, I have to gather so many of my thoughts. It's so many levels to this Rachel story. I'm not even going to get on all of them. I'm just going to touch on a few. You go ahead. Well, I first of all, I have been laughing since this story. Oh my broke. god, I'm going to be laughing. This shit was. And I'm going to laugh. This shit is the funniest. Mm-hmm. It's probably not funny. It's really no, not funny. It's funny. It it's was probably really gift. serious. It was a but gift. I think it is. I I have been hysterics. Dave Chappelle could not have written a better skit. This 
this was hilarious. When did um, that happen? When did this float across our Twitter? Ruth Ann and Tuesday? Larry was were sick of Rachel. What, what day was it though? And um, I, I mostly I want to just ask them, huh? What day was it though? What day did this this gift float across our TL? Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? What day was it? You remember? It was Tuesday, wasn't it? I don't remember, to be quite honest. Okay, I think it was early in the week, but go ahead. Um, but I watched that. I watched that interview with uh, Ruth, Dan, and Larry, <laughs> and they were just with uh, uh, Doctor Mark Lamont Hill, and he just they was they was they, fed they, they are so distraught. Like, <laughs> but I I really wanted to ask them how they let her get. How did let her get seven thirty seven years old? She and like she said parading around this way. I didn't see the Mark Claremont Hill. I didn't see them. I heard some clips, and she said that um, nobody ever asked them. She said, "But if anybody had ever asked them, they would have said, <laughs> but that nobody did." And if that was the first person that asked them, and Ruth Ann just could not hold it no more. It was like that bitch is Caucasian. <laughs> I just. Uh... And then, like, the siblings, apparently, they felt uncomfortable holding this information all this time. And she, that they had an agreement to withhold this information and keep this a secret. And and poor Larry, he just so hurt. He just, I don't know. Because this bitch went out and hired a whole black man for his father. Because this bitch went out and hired a whole father for And her daddy sitting right at home watching football, drinking beer. Like, what the fuck? Larry, sir, you should not have let that go on as long as you did. Bitch, what you not finna do is hire a whole guy. Who was that man? Who was that black man? Who was he? Who was he? I just like what? Like you had you had a whole daddy at home that was taking care of you. You know how many of us would have gone and hired a ha- hired a daddy if we could? Like, come on, Rachel, man, that's not. That's Larry, crazy. Larry paid. So hurt. I feel really bad for Larry. Larry man. paid the mortgage. Larry paid the insurance. Larry paid for braces. Larry put a roof over your head. Larry did sent you to, to, to school. And this what Larry get? You go grab somebody, uncle at the cookout, talking about this my daddy, bitch. If you don't get the hell on. And you know I I I'm, I'm not any kind of a, a psychiatric uh, expert She's or anything crazy. like that. But yes, yeah, it seemed like she she might have um dissociative identity disorder and and the the person that she's been for the last however many years is black this is a black lady and and nobody got this baby some hell and maybe or maybe she might have schizophrenia or the both of them I, but she needs some help and that's one of the that levels i mean that's one of the levels i need to address on this story but yes right like before all of this we're talking about this ain't somebody that's like Bruh, read the story. Like, this ain't like somebody like, oh, you got me. You know what I mean? This a bitch is like dead ass serious. Like, clearly, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. What DM, what the, what is the DSMV? What is that thing called? What's that book? The DSV? The one with, the, with all the different mental uh, issues in it. What is that called? Yeah, the, the DSM. Are they up to four or five? Last I remember it was four. Are they up to five? Yeah, now? the DSM. Five? Is 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 what they on? They might get five. Don't okay. get me in line. I think it was four. All right, last one I remember was four. I don't know what racial is, but I'm sure she might got three, four things in there. Just shows she a disorder. Might be schizophrenic. Might be delusional. I'm sure she got a, a couple things in there. So and and the way y'all black folks 
And I don't know, I haven't really seen more. And it's funny because most of the it's this is this is what's really funny. Usually we gotta get on here and get on the white people's ass. But all the white people I've seen been like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? All of them. All of them. Guess who's defending Rachel? The blacks. The blacks, the blacks. Bending over backwards to defend this bitch. And jumping just all this analysis, all these think pieces. But first, there's many things we could discuss. And I can understand that people are like, well, Rachel is just the pathway. These are larger issues and we can apply these to different situations. And just because she may happen to have mental issues don't mean we can't use this as a as a discussion uh, jump off to get into these larger themes and issues. Even if I gave you that, which I do not, but even if I was... You're not just going to hopscotch over the fact that this bitch is crazy. Sorry, we're not supposed to say crazy. Clearly has mental issues of probably multiple sorts. Y'all not just going to ice skate past that and shoot the puck into all these think piece net y'all trying to do. Come on. Like, dude, read the story. I feel like a lot of y'all ain't read the story because y'all talking about what all she done for black people. And I've read the shit and I ain't found shit she did for black people yet, but still somebody, possibly somebody scholarship at Howard. That's all I read she done for black people. So whatever. Yeah, like she's she's taking no accountability for any of this. Like she's she's not first of all, she's not answering that nah, nah question about anything regarding her race, her ethnicity, her background, nothing. Like she's denying her parents flat out. Like that is the number one that is a glaring sign of her being delusional or like having some kind of a mental issue. So it's either that or oh, the yeah. most disgraceful malice that I've ever seen I have absolutely no idea what her intentions are and I, I couldn't imagine but either either way there's something terribly wrong here and you guys uh, I don't I don't if, if something get to happening I don't want y'all on my team because y'all y'all gonna make the wrong decision y'all gonna, and y'all gonna get pressure. us all killed y'all gonna crack under pressure and when the revolution comes the, the rest of it is we're gonna kill the white people first but i don't know now they might can wait we might have to get y'all first because everybody listen you know there's so many there's so many things that can be said but i'm gonna keep to the major themes okay yes we understand that that race is a social construct we understand that we understand that I mean, scientifically, if you want to have a scientific discussion, it's not, because that's how we got race in the first place. They broke it up scientifically. But I, I understand that beyond that, it is a racial construct. Like, what makes, you know, black, white, Asian, whatever, all of that is, is, is made up. I, I get it, okay? But that has nothing to do with this conversation. And, and you know how it has nothing to do with this conversation, because y'all, as y'all always do, or as y'all frequently do, should never say always, use situations like this to project your own talking points your own political um what is it political leanings your own um issues your own um concerns onto a situation and try to make the situation more than what it is sometimes a cigar is just a cigar and everything that you just said is is why this situation is not all of that because you ain't got to lie to kick it, Rachel. Y'all want to make it about this, all this shit. It's not about that. If she, the fact that she did this 
for so long. This bitch made, this did not basically, this bitch did like the ultimate blackface. She's putting on dark makeup. She's putting on these ethnic hairstyles. She's putting on these gold bangles and all these whole te- stones and bullshit and acting like she's black. You ain't got, come on. She made up a whole family. She called Indy and her family, told all these fucking stories. And the reason she got caught is because she tried to fake some racial incident where somebody had mailed something into her professor mailbox, which every time those things happen, I'm always suspect because it always happens to these esteemed professors at school. But that's a whole nother story because the other black chick who really was black did that shit too. And y'all always jump for it just like a bunch of lemmings. But anyway, that's how she got caught because she was attempting to manufacture a, a, a racial incident because I guess she looked around and was like, oh, I got the braids. Oh, I got the dark skin. Oh, I got this dumb nigga over here. But you know what I don't have? I don't have the oppression. Right, let me make up the the fact that she manufactured that, that lets you know that she don't have no good intentions. That shit was on purpose. Everything she did was volitional. And 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 what is she like? What has she done for black people? Please tell me. The NAACP, we've been getting them out the fucking paint for the last 30 years. Now all of a sudden, because she the head of the NAACP, she the savior of Negroes? Get the fuck out of here. And have y'all read the things that people have been saying? There's been several of her students come forward like that bitch was whack. She always was trying to play black women. Just, y'all, listen, man. This episode might be called Flip the Table. Because all week, it was jokes. (laughs) And it's still jokes. I was nigga, yeah. I had I was laughing all week. Y'all killed me. The last one I saw this morning with the emojis, where somebody made the emoji and have rains, yo, bro. That shit took me out. That shit took me out. It was funny. But today the Melissa Melissa Harris Perry, who I've told y'all before, I watch her show, she's cool, but she reached be reaching a lot to me. And she is just the the the, the academic who does the most. I didn't see I wasn't watching, so what what happened? <sighs> Bruh, she, like, what I, just basically what I said. People are trying to over-intellectualize this shit. Talking all this, well, race is a construct. Yes, we understand that. Well, some of us understand that. Charlemagne, not one of them. But we understand that. But, sis, that ain't what we on right now. You way the fuck over there in left field. We here at home plate. We get all that. But this ain't got to go that far. Because at the end of the day, this is not somebody who's saying to you, as a white person who's saying to you, look, you know, I've always felt affinity for black culture. I've always felt more at home with black or whatever, whatever language you want to use to try to express to us that, yes, I understand that I am not a black person. However, this is the culture or these are the people or this is whatever. This is how I choose to, to go through life. We get that. You ain't got a lot to kick it. We let all kind of white people come sit with us. If Tina, we love them. If Tina Marie was alive, she'd tell you, and it's a few we let all kind of, and you ain't even got to be up in our, you ain't even got to be like, like us for us to let you sit. You just got to come real and understand and don't be on that bullshit and act right. That's really all you got to do. So the fact that she did not know that, that's how you know she's not authentic. This bitch is just thinks all she got to do is put on shit, put on the costume, and act a certain way, and that's all it is to be black. And and make no mistakes, if it gets too hot for her, she can wash that shit off and be Becky again. So all of y'all out here on this trying to reach, right. reaching over backwards, trying to justify this shit, get the fuck out of here. 
Get the fuck out of here, yo. This bitch is Al Jolson and all this complicated shit you trying to make it about, it ain't that. It's base level. The bitch lied. Y'all trying to compare it to Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner never lied. Caitlyn Jenner went on national TV and told y'all what was going on with her. And it's different anyway because that's gender identity as opposed to bitches just put in. Y'all keep wanting to make it racial identity. It ain't racial identity. The bitch put on a costume. And lie to people. Come on. Y'all so smart. Y'all stupid, man. Like, the fuck out of here. So that's what happened with Ms. Harris Perry. Ms. Harris the difference is... No, I was just going to say, like, like Bruce, Bruce knew who he was and was scared to be, be Caitlyn. Now, Rachel knows who, who she is, is and, and is denying and denouncing being who she is as a white woman. She is denouncing her her white parents, her her. I, I mean, I don't know what their lineage is. I believe I read that it was German and, and they the whitest of white, Scottish, things, but and it's, it's all white, white European, and, or, or mostly white. But mostly white and mostly white makes a mostly white child. So you are mostly white, regardless of the way that you spin it. There is no recessive gene or no no way that you can you can you can combine these two these two genes well, or these two DNAs and make well, a, a, a black baby. You're not black. Well, white. I mean, white, you, you could have been born and you could have just been born and with those uh, recessive genes that made you a cool ass white girl. You could have been that. No, no, no. White. But you chose not to. You chose not to be that and portray yourself as somebody that was as black, and you're not black. Nah, white is the recessive gene player. White is the recess. We the dominant ones. We come busting through like gangbusters. You got to be recessive to be white. That shit is a mutation. To be honest, it's a genetic mutation off of the off of us. You're right. But what I'm saying is... I I got you. I'm just saying, because you know us niggas are listening. If we get this shit fucked up... (laughs) You're right. And I've been drinking this shit. Y'all know, if if, when it's time for me to be smart on that day, make the right fucking decision, so don't y'all come in my space trying to argue with me. We're not going to do that. It's cool, because I was saying BC two episodes ago the whole time and met AD, so whatever. But, um... A lot of that shit, and I just, I just be, I be in other places sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, it's so. Oh my god, it's so many things. So yeah, so that's basically what Melissa Harris Perry was reaching. She was trying to make it this transracial thing. Well, you know, if race is a construct, and she want to identify, it ain't. It's like nah. It ain't, she's not identifying, no, nobody's saying that, nobody's saying that, what we saying is, bitch, you lied, you lied, you been lying, and you got caught because you was lying some more, like, come on, why, this shit ain't difficult, man, and then these, and then let me tell you something, man, I'm not getting all off into this light skin, dark skin thing, because I, I hate it, but I heard some people trying to make that comparison, let me tell you something, it's the difference between having to defend being actual black, or whatever you want to call it, being being who you are, it's different between having to defend that against some knucklehead who thinks because you have less melanin in your skin than them, that makes you less black, or because you yeah. use you know how to decline all your verbs properly, or you get A's in school, or whatever dumbass reasoning they want to use, that makes you less black. It's the difference between having to spend your life getting niggas in check about that and showing them how they're loud and wrong and putting on a fucking costume and lying to people about being something that you are not. 
for reasons unknown. Because as far as I can tell, it's her personal gain. And if you think that bitch didn't know what you're doing, you're wrong. Because we all saw the video where the man asked her was she African-American and she tipped her head. So a crazy person would have just kept on pushing through because they not really, you know, that bitch tipped her head. So that bitch knew what the fuck she was doing. And she actively told her family not to say anything. And she went and hired this whole fucking black ass family to be posing with. So that bitch knew what the fuck she was doing. And so, she, she would have said yes. She has said yes since. And whatever, man. I y'all, some of y'all so dumb, you stupid, man. And and this this and and again, let me tell you why I don't fuck with a lot of these a lot of these uh, Twitter activists and, and Twitter liberals because the reason why liberal conservative it's all the same thing to me. But the thing that really makes my ass itch about a lot of y'all is y'all and y'all little PC politics right, gotta say all the right words, gotta use the all right terms click, or we gonna get you the fuck out of here, but then here come Rachel and because she's it's really just come to, whether it's the Kardashians or whatever the fuck we talking about, a lot of y'all on Twitter, y'all just be choosing if you like the person, or you agree with their politics, or you think their hair is cute, or their hair is laid, or they got good edges, or whatever the fuck little arbitrary thing you gonna point to, y'all will bend over backwards to defend them, no matter what kind of fuck shit it is, but somebody else come through, and y'all don't like them, cause whatever, they got plastic surgery, or they made a sex tape, or they, whatever the fuck it is, y'all get them the fuck out the paint, so y'all choosy, y'all hypocritical, and y'all not even consistent, and this right here, is just exposed, and that's why I I scroll past a lot of y'all, I mute a lot of y'all, I just what the fuck ever, and roll my eyes, and just keep sending these joke tweets out because a lot of y'all is full of shit and a lot of y'all is choosing and a lot of y'all just you know little high school pc clicks and and don't let nothing in outside of what you think you already know and your little morals dictate the same thing y'all say about conservatives but y'all think y'all different because what y'all are being restrictive about is just you know whatever little cis thing y'all want to be fucking on that day and and so that's why i just side eye the lot of you but whatever and I know I'm not the only one that do it I know a lot of y'all out here right now waving y'all church fan also but I'm just saying that's why I scroll past a lot of this 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 Twitter shit cause y'all, y'all, y'all be full of it I see y'all though I see y'all I'm just gonna keep on laughing Bro, the jokes have been stellar, man. Twitter, it was such a gift, man. Who? Oh my God, the one, the painting where she was—they <laughs> had her um, like to do with the Afro painting, the Good Times picture. Oh, with so many levels to that. Yo, I was like, yo, whoever did this is a genius. Awesome. I saw in that little clip of them trying to interview her, and she drove off in that little Pontiac vibe, <laughs> but they didn't decide. Oh, so much, man. Niggas on Twitter are so creative and so funny. And it was so many of them. But that paint, man, it was so many levels of jokes in that meme. I was like, oh, my God, whoever did this is a genius. <laughs> that shit. Oh, God, that shit was funny. What, what was it? She was painting good times? You ain't seen the one. You know the white dude when he died. Yeah. The white dude with the afro they used to paint. So he, her afro looked kind of like his. So they had they had her. They, yeah. They had her, they photoshopped her face over his face, and then they had her painting a painting. <laughs> uh-uh, I gotta see that. You, you RT'd it? What? Yeah. You RT'd it? Yeah, it's a couple people. I don't know. It was a while ago. It, it, just, oh my God. It was it was hilarious. That was so many levels to that meme. I don't even know where it's at. It's been a, it, it went through a few times, so. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Who was that? I can't remember that guy's name. But you know the painter guy I'm talking about, right? The white guy with the afro that paint all the pictures on the on the PBS. Probably if I saw him, if you pointed him out, but I can't remember him oh, off command. Well, anyway, he was a white guy on PBS, and he used to paint all these landscapes. And he had a big afro. His name was Bill something. I can't remember his last name. So that's what they were riffing on because her afro, her wig afro, looked kind of like his. <laughs> that shit was that shit was that whoever did that Bravo did that shit was hilarious. That shit that shit had levels. Um, yeah. So ain't no transracial bitch. Ain't no transracial. <laughs> Y'all be trying to make everything a goddamn thing. You can't throw cis or trans on the front of every bullshit and make it a thing. No. You ain't no transracial. That bitch is white, dressed up like Al Jolson, pulled the jig on all of y'all. No. And that's... I'm like, I just, it's dismissing too many things. Like, being white, you're being born with, with an amount of privilege that no, like... That black people will never, will never be able to see. At least not in this lifetime and not probably in two or three beyond mine. So, like, this, it, it just, I mean, and there's an amount of willful ignorance and also um, faultless ignorance that you're born into. Because a lot of you all, you know, there's the cool-ass white people that acknowledge, you know, what we go through. And they, they, they seek to understand and they do what they can to you know, even the playing fields and make things easier for us and, and it legitimately be our friends. Then there's there's you that just do do what you do and just go on and ignore and and ignore that there's this hierarchy of of race and, and a hierarchy in general and just don't understand that there's racism and all these other oppressions that oh, exist. They understand it. They just they just don't care because they benefit from it. And they don't have to care because they're white. So guess what? If I don't want to acknowledge what the fuck you saying, I don't have to because it ain't going to change my world. Right. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, as a, uh, as a white person, like, there are people that understand their role as a white person in this American society. And then there's those that just don't and, or choose not to. Which are all the problem, but we about to get all of y'all out the paint. But it was, I read, I forgot who tweeted it or somebody tweeted it or if I heard it or if I read it. But as much as y'all tweet about what white privilege on here, and then y'all gonna turn around and defend Rachel, this what she did is the epitome of white privilege because only a white person could do something like this. Can't nobody black put some white makeup on and 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 some I don't know whatever get a white wig and walk around as, as as a white person for all them years and make up a white family. Come on, man. The jig would be up on Monday. Your ass would be fired by two. Like, get the fuck out of here. And, and it's just like, there's so many basic things about why this is no. So for y'all to be running all the way to left field with all this fucking academic bullshit y'all trying to push, you know, racist and construct, and yeah, 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 we all went to college. We all know. I read a book. I've been off the porch. I've been outside. I know. That ain't got shit to do. We we right here. We right here at home plate. That shit ain't no construct. Because if I wake up, if if I wake up tomorrow and decide that I want to go and tell people that I'm a fucking white person, they gonna look at me so fucking crazy and tell me that I'm I need to go to the hospital and call the people on me so fast. They gonna call the authorities. They're gonna say there's a black person running around here that's high on crack. And you gonna be right back in the cell with that girl. And see, gonna be some bullshit. I, it, it, it's, it, uh, I, I just, 
I really, we really could do a whole show on this, but I, I, I'm not. Because again, like I said, for me, it was yeah, jokes. It's, it's been a while. I've, I've been joking all week on this shit, and I will continue. This is the fun. This was, I was like, this was such a gift. This was the funniest thing. And, and it was extra funny because even the white people, because you know, it'll always be a white person that'll jump on just, but if, except for Cher, Cher jumped on late, but I'm going to say Auntie Cher was drinking or something. I don't know. But even the white people were consistently like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? It was just like, all the white people was like, really, bitch? (laughs) When her dad was just like, in so many words, let's just be honest and let's just be real, I was just like, oh, shit. Ruben was fed up. I told y'all, Ruben been asking Rachel just to bring some green bean casserole and some unseasoned chicken breast and cut out all this hot system, the hot sauce and Lowry's and bullshit at the family dinners. Nobody's eating that, Rachel. Can you just bring what I ask you, please? Can you just bring some jelly mold, some jello mold, and some goddamn butter rolls? And I don't want all this seasoning. What is this adobo? Leave this shit at home, Rachel. And that's all Ruth Ann wanted. And and Rachel just would not do it. And Ruth Ann was fed up. Rachel came home one day with some fucking African war mask and tried to move Ruth Ann's big fork and big spoon off her kitchen wall and put the motherfucking African mask up there. And Ruth Ann had just had enough. She had enough. And when the reporters came knocking on her door, she was like, yes, sir, come in. Would you like some coffee? She was, she, was, she, was, she, was, she was fed up. She was fed up. And, Let me and, tell you what's really going on. Mm-mm-mm. It, 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 she just and I, I, I it was like, why would because they was they sat home patiently, like we, you know what, we not gonna nobody asked us, so we just gonna let this girl do whatever because she's grown and whatever. But if they come asking me, I'm telling the truth, and they was fed up. Ruthann and Pete, what's his name? Larry. Larry. Larry, they had had enough. They they tired of you trying to fucking impose Kwanzaa at Christmas. We're not doing Kwanzaa, bitch. We are doing jolly old Saint Nick. Get that African bullshit out of here. I talked to Barbara at the office, who's African-American, and she says she don't even celebrate Kwanzaa, bitch, so get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Cool them. I, I just, I want them to find some peace. Peace to them. I bet you Ruth Ann slept like a baby that night. <laughs> I bet you Ruth Ann slept like a fucking baby that night. Like, huh? <laughs> bet your ass will bring some green bean casserole next year. <laughs> I hope they got Larry some moonshine. He looked like he sit outside in the lawn and drink moonshine and smoke him a cigar. Did you see the wedding picture? Tobacco. They tweeted this yeah. wedding picture with him. It was a little boy to the right looking like nigga. And Larry's face yeah, was looking, and Larry's was, face was looking like this is some bullshit. Ain't nobody, gonna, ain't nobody gonna stop this shit? Larry's face was looking like, who is this black child that's just I'm holding? Bless his heart, but whose baby is this? Oh, I have mercy. Oh, jokes, jokes, jokes. Jokes for days, man. That shit, oh, that got me through the week, man. This was a long-ass week, but that shit had me chuckling. Oh, God. Um... Okay, so that's all we got for you, Rachel. Rachel, you get the flop ass bitch award because get the fuck out of here. And, and all your defenders, all y'all, go fucking, I don't know, away from me. So, the other um, current event I was gonna um, talk about a little bit, but I feel like, didn't we? We said we wasn't gonna keep talking about this police shit, but since there's been developments also today on Mr. Harris Perry where. Um, so I guess since then we talking we talking about the McKinney incident, the 
the pool um, party where Officer Barrel Roll came Sonic the Hedgehog in through the scene, through the scene, and um, threw the little fourteen-year-old girl, you know, down on the ground basically after telling her to leave, which she was doing, but because she wasn't moving fast enough and was, you know, being an uppity Negro and giving him lip, he ain't like it. He threw her on the on the ground like you know she was a fucking defensive linebacker trying to get at his quarterback. But right. um, she was a black girl knowing her rights. Right, you know, black people are not allowed to know their rights or talk back or, or just not back. do what I said. And so then when the two little her friends or who I don't know if they were friends, but two other boys running over like, "Yo, what the fuck is you doing?" He pulls out a gun, a gun on them and points it at them. <laughs> Listen, I, I just. That nigga, excuse me, he's not a nigga at all, but Officer Barrow, the most, the, the dumbest officer of them all. <laughs> the Barney Fife ass nigga. Running into that frame, doing that dumb shit, and then he go running, he like, he chasing after nobody, nobody at all. <laughs> Wasn't nobody running. running? Wasn't nobody running, dude? They like, all standing around. Like, what did he One doing? officer was standing there. Boys, he was just like, yo, what happened, yada, yada, they telling him, they like, and then they giving him officer dumbasses, whatever he dropped. His like, flashlight. Like, no. like, if he dropped this while he was ro- rolling and shit. Like, here go his shit. Like, and then here he come back. Like, y'all gotta get on the ground. Y'all make me chase y'all. Wasn't You wasn't chasing nobody, bro. Wasn't nobody fucking running from your dumbass. Nobody ass. was running. Everybody was just standing there. Including the cop. The cop was talking to the boys. I was like, yo. And the fight. I'm sorry. I laughed. I know it was a terrible situation. I, I, was, I was just like, yo, he's really an idiot. Like, and uh, yo, I know how police get down and how they lie. And they, they yo, they were really, he really went and wrote that shit on the report. Like, I came and I had to chase them all around. And they were, they were disobeying orders. And they weren't listening. And da, 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 da. I know how that shit went. But like, yo, you really look like an idiot. And everybody else was probably sitting around like, yeah, that's what happened. But like, that all. Nah, man, that's not what happened at all, you asshole. Like, oh, did you hear? Did you hear the boy? What, the boy that was filming it when he rolled through the boy was like, "The hell!" Right, like, man, I didn't hear him say that, but that's exactly what I said when I seen him come into the frame. I was just like, "Yo, what?" Yeah, I don't know. I had to, I had to run it back, and I was just like. Hell. Motherfucker was running top speed. 
Nobody was running. Like, where were you going, dude? Were you chasing? Because when he ran, we ran up on the scene, then he stopped. <laughs> At first, I was just like, yo, did he just drop out of a helicopter? Like, how the fuck did he, what the fuck happened? What What prompted him to do this? What the fuck? Oh god! I don't see nobody. Like ain't nobody. Everybody just looking at you. Like what the hell going dude on? Dude to the left. You gotta watch it again. Somebody standing to the left. Of the dude that was filming this said, "The hell he rolled through." Shout out! Shout out to that little white boy for recording that shit. Yeah, so. shout out to him. He kept the real too, and he said it. He was like, "You notice? Like he was only going after the black kids and throwing the black kids down and handcuffing cuffing the black kids, and it was like I was invisible and I was the." I was the one filming, but they so worried about these these black kids that they don't even notice that this nigga's filming you off of the barrel roll. He just filmed you shoot out the cannon and go sprinting after nothing, yo. And, and then they all like, well, why do y'all leave? And when the police come, because y'all came, like, what fucking y'all so dumb? Leave like, where we live here. It is not illegal to be on the sidewalk. It is not illegal to be wherever I'm at. Like, where do I have to go? What? Listen, slavery is over, Mr. Overseer. I don't have to do what you say just because you say it. Fuck you. I was invited to this pool party. I got a pass. And and it all started because this grown-ass white lady told them to go back to Section 8 housing. And that's why old girl lumped. You see how she two-pieced the shit out of that white lady and beat, she beat her ass. She did that. So I don't mean to sound callous, but I was like, hey, sis. And they said she went home later. So I was like, hey, sis, if you had to get thrown down on the ground for that, it might have been worth it because you, you, you beat the shit off that white woman. And you got to go home to your parents. So, hey, that's a win to me. And you probably gonna get some money from a lawsuit. That's a win to me. I mean, I, I ain't. She's still on the ground, so I ain't, you know. I ain't. I mean, it was terrible, and she didn't have to get treated like that. But she, no, she didn't. That was absolutely. But I'm, I'm, I'm saluting her for whooping that white she, lady's ass. She did that, and I'm like, sis, you might have had a good day if you really think about it. I mean, you got thrown on the ground, but you got that two piece off, and you gonna get some money, and you beat that white lady's ass. So you might want to call that a W. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and you went home. Ain't like you in trouble. So, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was reading somewhere. I wasn't able to verify, but I read that her father is a um, a Nation of Islam member. Probably. I mean, that's the thing. And then that's that's what happened on Mr. Harris Perry today. The white dude came on and like hijacked the whole because the whole thing started because a white lady told them to go back to Section A housing, and it's just. And then they on there. Well, you know, there's been a long history of housing discrimination. And it's like, son. First of all, that's something that fat-ass white bitch said. You don't know them kids are from no Section 8 houses. From what I understand, most of them lived around there. Not all of them, but a lot of them lived around there. Like, what is we talking about right now? Well, you know, there's been a history of, of black people in segregation and pools. Like, again, again, y'all way the fuck out left field, and we are right here at home plate. We're not talking about all that. It don't, that's, that fat white bitch... That got her ass beat because she said go back to six. She don't. That's a racial comment. Oh, you go these black people. They must all live in Section Eight, bitch. You probably live in Section Eight. Trailer piece of shit. Because you know they always try to make like it's all the white black people on welfare when we know it ain't enough for us to, to, to be accounting for all the, all the welfare role that it is. It Get ain't. The fuck out of here, man. It ain't. Like y'all. I'm here to say that it ain't. Them kids live right in that neighborhood, or they live, or they live near that neighborhood. Well, some of them probably. And I mean, I look. Do I believe the story that maybe a lot of them showed up and didn't have passes? Maybe, perhaps. We used to do that, too. But it still ain't called for all of that. Right. It's unnecessary. Nigga. So, yeah. I I just... 
that that's that I'm sorry. I, I just be feeling like just the worst person in the world sometimes because when everybody was outraged and I was, I was like, look how you threw that girl on the ground. No she in her bathing suit, it was unnecessary, but nigga, that's that when that nigga Barrett, when that nigga rolled through that scene like Sonic the Hedgehog getting a row of rings, I laughed. <laughs> I, only, I only could watch that part where he like where he where it was him and her. I could only watch that like I watched it twice. But that barrel wall, I watched that shit so many times. It's just like, yo, laugh. who the fuck? Yo, you really thought you were doing something, dude. And when the dude, if you notice, when the, when the kid gave the dude his flashlight back, he was like, uh, just your dude's flashlight when he rolled through. He lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yo. And then, that, was, that was the same cop that just ran over and tapped him on his shoulder when he pulled his gun out. And yeah, like, yeah, when he pulled the gun out and they tapped him. They, well, no, first they tried to grab him. They couldn't grab him, so then they kept chasing him, tapping him like, the fuck is you doing? And then he's still trying to run off, and they like, oh, yo. So then when he ran, they were still chasing him. That's the other thing. This little half-ass fucking story he came up with, oh, well, I was under situation, whatever the fuck-ass shit they said. Word, dude, nobody who saw that, thought, except for Megan Kelly on Fox, thought that you needed to do that. That's why all your other buddies was chasing your dumb ass as you chasing who knows who down the street trying to grab your ass. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Ugh. You, you're the only one you're on that side of the story was, talking about you, you needed that you gun. You was the only one out there. The other dude was standing there talking to the kids. The other dude was just like looking around. Here you come. Get on the ground. Cuffing people. Like, what are you doing? I thought I was reacting in an appropriate situation. Really? Because wasn't nobody else acting like that, dude. You was the only one running around like Captain Kirk acting a fucking fool. And then nobody started running until they realized your ass was crazy. When you pulled out a gun, yeah. Why'd they take off? Because he pulled out a gun and don't act like we don't get shot. Like, he could have easily pulled out that gun and pulled that trigger and shot one of them boys. Easily. Right. Fuck out of here. So, yeah. White people... I don't, I don't know. Look, man, we fed up. We tired of explaining. I just, I don't even, you know, I'm just ready for it to pop off. And when it do, watch out. Because y'all time has come and it is past and y'all just will not bow out gracefully. Y'all hanging on by the, by y'all fingernails. And, and it's just, we tired of we about to come stomping on y'all fingers at this point. So. And, 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 and yes, I'm about to say this, but all y'all Uncle Toms that, and some of y'all darker than I am. Coons. Y'all going, going right with them. You know what the NAACP stand for, don't you? Niggers, apes, alligators, coons, and possums. <laughs> uh, and the NAACP, excuse me, but y'all looking like some idiots. <laughs> they gave Donald Sterling an award last year. Remember that? No. Yeah, remember that? Went around, around the um hole. What was the chick's name? Um, whatever the, the the mistress when all that was going down. V, uh, v yeah. Something, something. yeah, and then it came out that he he had got sued for the housing discrimination and all of that, and it was around the same time. So his ass was like, "Oh well, let me go to NAACP and get an award so I can show how much I love the blacks." And they fucking gave it to him. Nope. Yeah, and uh, L.A. chapter NAACP. The dude that had dude L.A. That, yeah, the dude that uh, headed it up had a Jerry curl. I got a picture of him in my memes. He, that nigga is the jig personified. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's it. We got any more current events? Nothing else. Had, I mean, Rachel just came over and blessed the week with just. Um, I, I have, I lost so much weight laughing this week. No. 
She just blessed our all of us with Hotep and Light, and it was it was just a great week. And I'm sure they keep coming. Um, so yeah, any anything else for current events? Um, not that I can know at this very moment. Okay, so we're gonna move on to shit we watch. And uh-huh. I forgot to ask you. So have you have you started Orange Is the New Black yet or no? No, I don't watch. I, I'm still on season one. I didn't finish season one. What you don't like it? It just, no, it doesn't, I couldn't stick with it. It's not, I'm not saying that it's bad, it's just not for me. Oh, man, that was going to be it one of those shits we watched. All right, well, the new season started. I think, I'm not, I'm on, I'm almost done. I'm on episode 12 or 13, so I think I'm towards the end. Um, I'm going to try it again, because somebody watches it, and she was all excited, and I was just like. really good. What episode are you on? See, if you're on the first season, you got to get past the first four or five episodes where it's really about Piper, and you got to get to where they're in the jail, and they start bringing in the other characters. Nah, I'm towards the end of, like, season one, but I just, Hmm. I don't know, I couldn't commit to it. I'm hard to, I got commitment issues, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, this season has started. Last season was really good. Last season was, was a lot of action. This season is is good too. It's not so much at, like last season. It was um, a new like big dog. It was it was like a beef between all the different fat. This new lady came she came into the prison and she was like a, a straight G, a, a hood you know prison veteran and was you know trying to faction them up. And it was like a lot of a lot of shit because she was there. She disrupted a lot of shit. <clears throat> so she's going now. <clears throat> so this season, um, Alex, who I love, <clears throat> is back in jail because. Selfish Ash Piper at the end of last season because she was lonely and missed Alex and Alex was out called well I mean okay I'll give Piper a little bit of credit she did really think that Alex was in trouble because she, the um, dude that Alex had to um had to end up snitching on the dude that she was working for um, mm-hmm. and so Piper really did think that she might be in danger so rather than her get killed or have to go on the run and never see her again she called a parole officer and told her she was violent so she would come back to the jail um it's a new characters on there. Ruby Rose is on there. She's playing like a a, a, a new lesbian that's in the, that's in the jail. She's actually um, it's actually good. Like I thought they, I thought they were gonna do something different with the storyline, but it's actually been good. Um, I liked it. There's a lot of interaction between her and Piper, and it's kind of like because Ruby is like us, like you know, more uh, masculine identifier or whatever. I don't know how you want to say it. She looks like a boy. You know who Ruby Rose is, right? She's like a model. Google her. She's like a model. She's like a model slash DJ, but she's really good looking. Um, so anyway, she's, um, it was like, it's a lot, it's, there's a scene in it, it's a lot of, gen, you know, cause like we always say, okay. you have the super femmes and you know, they, some of them have this attitude that, well, if you, you're still a lady, why are you dressed like that? And Piper's not really like that, she, but she did try to get a little jiggy with her sometimes, like, cause, um, they were talking about something and Ruby Rose was like, um, oh, they were talking about Alex and Ruby Rose was like, uh, you know, women. And then um, Piper was like, oh, so you don't consider yourself a woman? She was like, no, I do, but that don't mean that I can't say women are crazy. It, it was, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was a good, because Piper is like, I can't stand Piper. Piper is selfish, and Piper get all sadiddy and self-righteous and, and, and thinks she the smartest fucking chick on the block. And she, you know, and Ruby was like, uh, nah, <laughs> you not really. Let me, let me gather you right quick. So it was a good scene. I liked it. Um, and uh, what what else? It's it's. What's Ruby in there for? 
Uh, we haven't found out yet. It usually takes them a while to get to everybody's backstory. Like, right now, this season, so the first couple seasons, we saw the backstories of why the main characters get... Well, no. The first season, we saw the back character, why the main characters, why Piper and why Alex got in there. The second season, we started seeing some of the not... The other main characters. It's a lot of main characters. Like, two two main... It's, you got the whites, you got the Latinos, you got the blacks, and then you got the uh, rednecks. So, we had... Yeah. Spent a few seasons going through each main character's backstory, so it took a while. So now we have the, the, the more secondary characters are still on there, but not like the main characters. Now we're on their backstories, and Ruby just got there, so we I don't know. I doubt if we find her backstory um, this season. Um, so I just love it. I really get, and everybody has a favorite character, and I kept trying to say I like Alex. I like Alex a lot. I don't like Piper, but I like her and Piper together because I feel like that like. Yo, that's how shit be. Like, it's 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 not stereotypical. Like, it's not like a lot of straight people don't like either one of them. And I kind of be like, yeah, that's probably because y'all don't really know lesbians like that. Like, maybe y'all know somebody who's a lesbian, but y'all don't really understand how it goes down. And their relationship is really like it's very real. Like, it's the way they interact, and they're really good together. The way they interact, the way they respond to each other, the the shit they go through. It's not like it's it's good. Like anybody is good. So. You know, I see a lot of people like, oh, I can't stand either one of them. I'm like, yeah, y'all don't get it. It's, it's good. Um, Alex is, uh, that's the brunette, right? Yeah, the tall, the tall brunette. She's in jail for dealing drugs. Piper's in jail for helping her deal drugs. Um, right. And actually, she's in jail because Pi- cause Piper's in jail because Alex told on her. Um, but Alex told on her, like, because Piper, like, deserted her when her mom died, just deserted her. And it's, like, eight years down the road, and she don't, you know, who the fuck? She ain't no shit about Piper. Piper engaged to some dude, so she was like, fuck it. Yeah, so she told on show. It's like eight years down the road. She don't know. She ain't, she ain't spoke to Piper in years. So she basically to reduce whatever sentence she has, she she told on her. And I mean, they, it ain't like they in the maximum security. They in like the, the jail for like the Martha Stewart version of the jail, where you know, um, it ain't like they in ad seg or anything. But if they get in trouble or whatever, they have to go down there. So um, yeah, it's just a good. It's not, you know, it's not a lesbian show, but I mean, it's a good, I like the, I hate Piper, but I like her and Alex together, because, you know, there's another good scene where, because Alex is really good at reading Piper and tell, and gathering Piper and telling Piper her shit, she really is, but Piper is also really good at gathering Alex and telling Alex her shit, and Alex don't like that, Alex, you know, so it's, I, I, I like. I, I'm surprised you don't you don't like it because I think their di- dynamic is really good. The black girls on there are really good. Pusa, they whole thing. They yo, it's a good show. But my favorite character, which I was trying to deny it and deny it and deny, it. actually I wasn't. I knew from season one who my favorite character was, and that's Pensatucky. Pensatucky is she's just a great character. And the actress that plays her, Taryn Manning, supposedly she's a um, closeted lesbian and kind of an asshole, but she has that that redneck country trailer trash white girl down she plays that she's the one that was in um hustle and flow that played uh the white girl in hustle and flow i don't she was one of the hoes yeah the white hoe yeah that's tara manning so she plays pensatucky and okay. her character just that's my favorite character man she yo the lols i'm always laughing she is she's just just so many levels to her character and she's funny like Oh my god, I just, I don't know, that's my favorite character, like her storyline, I don't know, not that none of the rest of them are good, like they're all really good, all of them, but, you know, Crazy Eyes, all of them, but for some reason her character, I feel like 
she just she just does such a good job and it's and like the little one line and you could tell like she improvises a lot because you'll catch like the other actors like you know laughing or you know you can tell when like so yeah yo she's my favorite so that's it Pennsylvania everybody got their favorite mine's is Pennsylvania I she I don't know I'm not I just I don't know if it's because I was just like yo this is too close to home literally or. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I, I tried. I'll try it again. It ain't nothing against it. Like, I like the people in it. Like, I was just like, man, I, I find other shit to do than watch this show. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I love it. I'm surprised. That's that was, that's, that's the one of the only shows I binge watch. I don't watch that none of that other shit on Netflix because... Honestly, I think a lot of them shows on Netflix are overrated, and a lot of them are trash. And they get them four and five stars because a lot of people that got Netflix ain't got regular cable, so they, they ain't got they don't know what a good show is from a bad show. Like all they know is Netflix. Show. Like now, I just when I keep trying to tell y'all that I have the worst possible case of ADHD possible, like I really do. And y'all probably don't believe it because y'all see me and I'm cool, calm, and collected. But like when I tell you that my mind is here, there, and everywhere all the time, like Dr. Seuss type case <laughs> shit. Like, that shit is gone, and I just, like, if that shit is not grabbing me, captivating me, and I'm not locked in it, then I'm gone, and that, that's it. That's all she wrote. Oh, you know what I just remembered? We kind of shouldn't do this, but back to, I forgot one, I did have another uh, Yours and Never Two shout I'll wait to the end. Um, um, okay, so we're going to do, we said we, we didn't do Love and Hip Hop last uh, week, so we got to do it this week. Um, Alright. Yo. I just watched a little bit. I don't know. Where you want to start? I like Jocelyn Hernandez. I'm sorry, but I do. Jocelyn is like, I tweeted earlier about, I was tweeting earlier about how um, part of the main reason that I like Rihanna is because I can tell that she's intelligent and some people hit me back like, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, I can tell that she's intelligent. She might not have degrees or whatever. I don't know, but you can... I think, my opinion, you can, if you sit down and you hear someone talk and you hear the way they articulate themselves and you ask them a question the way they think and form it and, and send an answer back to you, you can tell that they're intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, from even from the, um, the first interview she gave with Diane Sawyer, her answer, she was very, she thought about it, you could tell she knew exactly, what, she expressed herself well, and I can tell she's intelligent. Same thing with the Oprah interview. That's what really made me like her because if you if you if you transpose what how she sounds and the way she talks against the other nigga, how he sounds, how he's talking, it's just a world of difference. And I just think that she's she's smart. Like you can tell she's smart. Like she's very well spoken. Whatever. I, she reminds me of those girls. We know a lot. Of, a lot of us know a lot of people. They didn't do good in school. They didn't give a fuck about school. But if you gave them an aptitude test or, or whatever, they do really well on it because they're not stupid. They just you okay. know they just not into into the bullshit. And she and she reminds me of that. And I'm not not putting Jocelyn on that level, but I'm just saying she's another one of those people where you could tell she's just not been exposed to things. Like she grew up rough. Grew up poor, so she's not been exposed to anything. But you could tell she's she's intelligent. Like she's not a dummy, right? Like yeah, she's shit, not. A, she's not an idiot. She's not an idiot. A lot of shit that Bibi go for, Jocelyn would be like, get the fuck out of here, Stevie, with that. What I look like, stupid? I'm not buying that, like, yo. Right. But so, she, yo, I knew she wasn't an idiot when I realized that she was keeping Stevie in check. And I in was check, like, right? Like Stevie, like, yo, like Mimi, you couldn't do that in all these years at all. She came in and she was just like, no, nigga, you gonna get this together. And she knows that he's full of shit. Like Mimi be buying into Stevie shit, but 
But Jocelyn buy into it too, but she knows that she's, you know what I mean? It's like, you, okay, nigga, I know you playing me right now, but whatever, I like it, so I'm going I'm to go with it, but don't think you really yeah, they going to be stigmatized, but Jocelyn right. be like, oh, I ain't that Right, it ain't, ain't go, right, like, don't think I'm really buying this shit, but whatever, you know, I ain't, whatever, you my boo, but I, nigga, whatever, I put that shit in my mental Rolodex, and Mimi don't, Mimi just, you know, is an idiot. <laughs> so when they went to, when when uh Margot told Jocelyn about the tape, <laughs> Jocelyn was just so full of like joy she couldn't even say nothing. She just was like ha, and clapping, <laughs> like like she got hit with the Holy Ghost. He's like she got you know when you in church and the people get hit with the Holy and they can't even talk. That's how when Margot said that shit, Jocelyn just got this smile on her face and just was like. <laughs> Uh, like I guess the truth has finally come out but um, that was that so anyway I like Jocelyn and your girl Rashida I told you Rashida's a bird B I cannot with Rashida I can't I ain't ain't never said otherwise I just said she's beautiful but I just yo first of all yo Kirk is the fuckiest nigga of all fuck niggas like like yo yo you okay if you gonna keep all these side holes which is disrespectful cause like Rashida like Rashida is doing all this. She's going above and beyond for your dumb ass. But, like, you keep bringing... And then you pick the dumbest of side holes. Like, you gonna pick the... You shouldn't have brought that side hole. You shouldn't have brought her to the auction. She should have been at the her auction. house. The like, auction? You skipping. Fuck an auction. Bitch was in my driveway. In the SUV I'm paying for. Talking right. shit out the window. Talking about I'm a girl. I would have pulled that fucking door off all four of those hinges. Are you serious? <laughs> Bitch. Right. You're right, you're right. We about to have some grass right now, bitch, because your ass is about to be fertilizer. Are you you're fucking right. kidding so, me? Matt, leave your side holes at the house. Stop bringing your side holes anywhere in the vicinity of your wife to, to, to run up on your wife, to have words with your wife, to disrespect your wife. Like, what the fuck? And then just standing there, like, you can't. Let me tell you something. This number one sign of a fuck nigga is somebody that will stand there and let two women fight over his bullshit and smile. That is a fuck piece of shit, bitch-ass nigga, and that's what he does, listen, sis, keep your side holes on the side, I'm certainly not bringing you anywhere near my vicinity, I'm damn sure not driving up to the driveway of the house where I live, where my wife is in the, in the driveway, and you rolling down the window, popping shit out the window, bitch, are you crazy, are you crazy, and I'm damn sure not gonna stand there smiling like, well, you know, they just beefing, you're a piece of shit, sir. You're a piece and of you, shit. You doing the side, you doing the side hole thing all wrong anyway. Because obviously the side hole don't know she the side hole. She don't know the rules. Why she driving all across them lanes like that? Like nah, bitch, you stay here all the way over in that right lane. Bitch, where you better I get off on the shoulder. That Mitsubishi at. Put your like, blinkers stay, on. Keep that Mitsubishi over there where it's at. Like and, stay, stay and, over there. Wait for the state trooper to come get your ass, like nigga. Right. Bitch. Like you, you, you all the way over here with with, with these Benzes and these BMWs and you, you and these Bentleys and all and, and all this other shit and you, you doing all the wrong things. Like you not no, you're not gonna be coming up. You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't even have the the. the you shouldn't even have the gall to come speak to my wife. But she do, cause Kirk, cause Kirk. I mean, look, Kirk he keeps bringing her. Like you shouldn't even. No, no, you should, no. But I still blame Rashida, because I would have pulled Rashida out that car. Like, Rashida should have I mean, been gone. I would have pulled that girl out that car, like, um, I don't know, a movie scene when somebody reaches in and just pulls a person straight through the window. 
that's how I would have pulled that bitch out that car. And I would have dragged that bitch through every piece of dry grass, rose bush, dog pile of dog shit, everything in my yard. Machine should have been gone, but look, I say it all the time. Love is not rational. It does not make us make the smartest decisions all the time. And that's why we have to have these, keep our, keep our minds in check. We got to have the rational and the emotional. We got to balance them shits out. But look, you know, they got all these kids and I ain't got kids to account for. So I can't really yeah. speak for what that, what that takes, what, what, what that takes to True. make them decisions. But, um. True. I, I think the decision making be different when you got kids, but I, I don't know. Like I never. I don't know what this this dick. I mean, I know what dick two bomb is, but I ain't never had what kind of explosives is that? Because I, I ain't never had. I've been. I've been. Look, I ain't gonna say I ain't been whipped. I have, but I ain't never. No, no not that shit. And then, and then you rolled up in the auction, and I was hoping, Miss, because you know Miss Charlene don't play. She rolled over Kurt little dirt bike, and y'all kept calling it a motorcycle. That shit was a dirt bike. So I was really looking forward to Miss Charlene dragging that chick all over the auction, but she really didn't unless unless they cut it before we saw that part. But that's what I was hoping and praying she for. She might have got her off the air because, ooh. But you can tell Rashida one of them girls that never fought. Her mother always came up to school or wherever and fought her battles because Rashida another one. She talked, bap, bap, bitch, you better be lucky. I don't know, whatever shorty low rapping she be doing. But she ain't really about that shit because if she was, she would have been snatched that chick about that SUV. And she would have been snatched that chick face off at that auction. And all she do is stand in there talking. Jocelyn about that would have got that shit chick up out of there. Jocelyn about that business, Jack. Jocelyn will come will jab your ass super quick. Yeah, Jocelyn is about that life. Yeah. She was she came up in that life. She ain't gonna leave that life. She might have been brought into another life, but yep. she ain't never gonna forget this nope. is where she came from. And they and these bitter bitches be trying to act like Jocelyn insecure. She always come in. Jocelyn don't come oh, for ain't. nobody that don't come for her. And when she do shit, she explained it. When she went when they had that fight on the reunion set and they kept saying it was on cocaine, I ain't saying it was, I ain't saying it wasn't. I'm saying when she was asked questions, she had answers. Well, why are you putting so and so? Because that hoe called me up last week and called me a bitch. And when I come here, they always you not just going I mean that she listen, she has reasons behind everything she does. I'm not saying this she makes the best choices, but don't act like she just she don't be picking on people. They be fucking with her. Just like when she left, they spent the next 30 minutes on stage talking about her why she wasn't fucking there. And that's why she be coming and hanging y'all off the balconies like that. Cause soon as she leave, y'all be talking again. You know what, Liz like Jocelyn, I like Jocelyn because I can relate to her because oftentimes, you know, you know, I went to school for a little bit and I left when I decided that I was finished. But, you know, and I'm pretty smart, but I, I, I dedicate my time and my, my commitment to other things and, and what I really want to do with my passions and I follow my dreams because I'm crazy like that. But Jocelyn, oftentimes she doesn't have the, the words to articulate what she really wants to say in an intelligent way and in, in ways that other people right. would deem that would, would make her credible as an intelligent being. In English, right? She, she use the right vernacular or put it in the most eloquent of ways. Right. But Jocelyn, like we said, is not a fucking idiot. No. And Jocelyn probably picks up on shit way quicker she than does. a lot of people. She definitely does. And it's not it's not a stupidity thing. It's an English barrier. I'm sure that bitch might be very articulate in Spanish, but you know, because I know what it's like to look to to have to speak another language. Like you just you know, there's a language barrier there. You could and I mean there's the accent, there's a I'm not listen, I'm not trying to make like Jocelyn is a role scholar, but I'm just saying you can't you can clearly tell that a lot of the stunning speech that we see from her is not her being dumb, it's just you know, she's that's not her first language and it's it's apparent. No, I'm not saying but I mean I believe 
that being scholarly is not necessarily pertinent to, you know, a specific land of intelligence necessarily. No, 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 no I'm so, saying that's what people try to say, though. All that dumb. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. she's not dumb. She, she, it's, you know, she ain't Beyonce out here sounding like stilted. She just don't speak that great of English. Yeah, I think people be getting her fucked up. And they, they just do. Be like, no. And I think, I think Jocelyn don't even speak on all the shit that she be knowing. She like, know. First of all, like, how long were me, me and, 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 and Stevie together for a, a long fucking time? Years and years. And he and married Jocelyn, her ass yeah, not one time. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. A, B, and C, nigga. And then she got that nigga doing X, Y, and Z. Like, no. Like, Jocelyn got that shit. She was just like, and on camera she had that shit. So I can only imagine what's happening off camera. Because that's what niggas like that need. I'm not saying I know how I know that that's what niggas like that need but that's the girls like Mimi that's what they never get and that's why they never get what they want which is the precious rain because you know they think it's they don't understand that like yo a nigga like that is gonna push you as far as you're gonna let him push you and nobody and, and it's gonna sound fucked up but they never gonna respect you because if I can fuck out all I want and all I gotta do is come back and say I'm sorry and whatever tell you what you wanna hear I'm never gonna respect you people like that you gotta let them know no, you know what I mean. I see you. I'm not doing it, and they respect that. I know it's fucked up. It's it's kind of like, oh well, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta make me respect you. I'm that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm saying, dudes, people like that who, you know, they're charming, they're good, whatever you want to say, good looking, charming. They have a lot of women, or they have a lot of men, because women can do it also. You know, that could play the field around like that. That's that's a lot of times what they're looking for. Just somebody to be like, nah, motherfucker. Let me tell you. This, you gonna do this, this, and this. You're not gonna do that. That's what they're looking for. And, that's and, a turn on. Yeah, and and the ones that's you know, um, okay, well, whatever you want to do, okay, well, you got you hurt me, and all that. I don't hear all that shit, man. If you want me to act right, make me act right. And I know, I know, it's fucked up, but that's how you think, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, I ain't, I ain't no nigga. I ain't trying to be no nigga, but I'm not. I'm not gonna denounce it. That shit doesn't turn me on the same way because I'm wild and I'm buck wild and I do the same thing. And it, it, it you know, it's cool because I find a whole multitude of women that are just like, you know, they're just gonna be my yes men. They be like, right. yeah, you know, right. so that's cool. And you cute, and I'm gonna right. let you do this, that, and the third. Right. And I be like, yeah, that's cool, honey. Right. But I'm, not, I'm, I'm really going for the chick that's gonna be like, fuck no, nigga, no, that's right. not right. Right. Cut that shit out. Right. I'm really like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> right, you want me I to? Want you. you want me to bet? It's like a little kid. If you just let a little kid do what they want, guess what? You gonna have a 13 year old cussing you out and calling you a bitch. You right, smack, you smack that nigga when you don't want them to do something, and they learn. So I right. know that. And that's you want me walking around scared of your own child. And that's why I don't be mad at Stevie. They like Stevie. I'm like Stevie is not a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. He got fucked nigga shit with him. I'm not trying to. Don't don't get it fucked up. But he's not a bad guy. Me me just be making it a whole bunch of what it ain't he don't you know what I mean like he I mean I married this other chick what else you need that say I, I was trying I'm to give me me for some country for a long time but after this I'm just after Margo came around I'm just like oh and Margo um, poor Margo what you think about Margo I'm trying to find the balance, like, it's some, it's trying to find the balance between her and Mimi, because it's, like, that's where the truth is at, and so, like, Margot is a little bit over the top, like, she's so, she's so, she's so gung-ho about making it, like, bringing Mimi's lying and, like, her truth to the light, that, like, she's neglecting who Nico is as a fuck nigga, so it's just like, 
okay, well, you don't really realize that your nigga, that Nico really is an asshole, like, yeah. all the way. Yeah. But, I mean, Mimi is full of shit a little bit, so, I mean, you're you're a little bit in denial. So, I, I really don't know. But I, I like Margo. I, Margo is acting like, okay, yeah, we all, we all said it. Nobody was buying this. Nobody was buying this soul tape thing. But Margo's whole thing is like, okay... Yeah, we knew, but you acting like Nico, I mean, they both did it. It ain't like, it yeah. was Mimi, y'all, you, you like, she's this big mastermind and put a gun to Nico's ass. Yeah, it's like, like Mimi's it, not that smart. It was his idea, like, they both did it. So, like, but I mean, I get it, though. You do want to come after the person who continues to lie. I, so, yeah. I get that, because, I mean, Nico has now said, and he could still, you know, I, I believe him. I mean, I don't know if I believe about her being the mastermind, per se, but I might a little bit. But, I mean, you do, you do want to continue to come after the person who continues to lie because at some point it's like you just insult my intelligence now you know what I mean like you know so I will give her that little bit but yeah I'm kind of on the fence about her too because many reasons I can't figure out why in the world you would marry Nico in the first place um I'm trying to figure out if she's real if she's fake like she gives me very Brooklyn fake artistic, let me just put on a bunch of ring, all the fashions at once, and put some hoops in my nose, and, and this hat on, and be and, and, call, and be an artist, but like, are you really an artist, or are you just putting that shit on, and you know, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't... It seems like they married more for business than they did anything else, like, they don't have no real fucking relationship. I don't, I, I, I don't. And, and it seems like they married for business under false pretenses, like, she thought that Nico was gonna be some money that he wasn't, to me. Yeah, you... You could be right. I, I haven't even thought that far into it. I'm just trying to figure out if I like her or not or, like, how I feel about her. I mean, I don't dislike her, like you said. Yeah. And, I mean, she's definitely smarter than Mimi, but I feel like everybody on that show, except for maybe Carly Red, can be said to be smarter than Mimi. But um, I, I, I'm just still, Jory is still out on her for me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much, enough about her, but I do know that she is too gung ho about yeah. making Mimi out to be a villain. Mimi, Ariane has Ariane, Ariane, whatever, has moved her girlfriend to Atlanta now. You saw that the, the girl that's a DJ. She, they was in New York. Cause the girl's a DJ here in New York. I haven't gone to any of the parties, but I got invited to a couple, and I and I heard about uh, heard about them. I just you know I be at I be at club clubhouse, but um. Yeah, so she moved her to Atlanta, which is, so, it was funny, because when, um, the show first started, I kept saying that I think Ariana and Mimi has had the sex, because, you know, as we've said many times, like, I know gay shit when I see it, you know, I I just do, right, because it's just certain, I don't know, it's certain way, when you fuck a nigga, you just interact with somebody that you have fucked differently, Even if it, even I'm, even if y'all not together, just if you had your face in somebody's ass, okay, it's a, it's different. a different interaction than somebody who you haven't. And I just knew I was like, yo, Mimi gets right up in Ariane's face when they get arguing, lips almost touching. That's supposed to be her friend. That you know, just I just I was like, they they fucked because I ain't never seen no no two regular straight women, y'all arguing, and y'all fucking lip to lip, and ain't nobody like, bitch, get out my face. 
You know what I mean? And, and, and just anytime they argue, Ariane is always grabbing her. And even like this last episode when they were sitting on the couch talking, it was just very, we had the sex. The way Mimi was acting, the way Ariane was acting. I mean, I listen. Y'all probably like, what the hell you talking about? I know dyke shit when I see it. And I know flirty little we fucked before shit when I see it. And that's how a lot of times when the gays be like, they fucked. And y'all be like, uh-uh. And you find out months later that it was true. That's how we be knowing because just the same way straights, you you know how women, y'all can look at a guy and a girl interact and you'd be like, they fuck. And you can't really say hi, but you can just tell like the little ways, certain glances, certain movements, just how how close y'all actually stand together. Like same way. I know that shit when I see it. And I think they have the sex. Yeah, I don't, I didn't see, I didn't see, uh, I missed bits and pieces of it, but I saw the majority of it. So I didn't see the scene where in that last episode where they were interacting, um, yeah, they, they was drinking. But, um, I forgot what they was talking about, but Mimi just had a little had her. When she came to the house, yeah, Mimi had her had her boobs up, and she put the champagne. I listen, man. They I, had. I the, wouldn't put it past. They had the sex. I don't know how long it was. If it was just a one time thing or whatever, but I know when Ariane finally came out on that what was that reunion that said she was a lesbian. Everybody's like, <gasps> and I was like, told y'all, I know my fucking type when I see one. <laughs> like whatever, I know my business. Oh man! So, all right, we went. We we did Margot. We did Ariana. Who else? Um, Carly Red's ass. When I I feel like I don't know. I don't know why Carly Red is on that show. She's so extra in every single scene. She's just always that extra third wheel. Like we really didn't need her in the gym with 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 um Jocelyn with the donuts. And it's like she's just always that extra. Hey guys, you know, like when y'all be chilling, here come. Hey guys, like she's always that one. Like it's gone, man. Fuck. Why is you here? I don't know. What is? Does she even have a story anymore? No, her story is hey guys. You know, just always either starting beef or just somewhere be first of all, that bitch is like sixty five years old with the mentality of a fifteen year old girl. She is such a chatty patty. She's just always just starting shit and yipping yeah. Uh, I I just I wish she would not be on the show. I cannot stand her. I gotta be somebody else that can get where's the brat? The brat ain't working. Can we get the brat on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? Oh, that would that would be turned up. Bow wow, somebody <laughs> like, like yeah, get the brat like somebody like I can't. Carly Red, she was in top five. I I just can't wear. It's like she hurt. She's never. What was she doing? She was bringing up. She just all. She just always that that one. It's like, girl, let me tell you because so and so. He said. She said. She said. That's everything for her. He said. She said. Face ass. I cannot stand her. Like she doesn't never has a story of her own. It's always starting shit. Uh, she got in the beef with Rashida. I got a billion dollar business. Bitch, you sound like a fucking fool. What are you talking about? I ain't got no get the, just dumb. Like you're like a dumb, just dumb. Like billion dollar business wouldn't have getting a little hip hop. Girl, right? Like come on, man. I was looking at Rashida sideways with the million dollar business, but I'm like maybe. But come on, oh, you got a million dollar. I got a billion dollar. Well, I got a trillion dollar. Up all Rashida money, so I mean that could be true. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I don't know. Just because billion-dollar business don't mean your net worth. I mean, million-dollar business don't mean your net worth is a million. You still could be, like, in the red and, and your business. You know what I mean? So I'm not just saying. But it was just like, oh, well, I got a billion-dollar bill. Well, I got a trillion-dollar business. Well, I got a quadruple infinity cross figure business. Like, that's what it was, like, stupid. Like, I y'all, y'all sound fucking dumb right now. Like, what is going on? Yeah, so I don't like Carly Red. Um, uh, Who else? 
Kurt. We discussed Jock. Jock didn't have a lot of scene. All Jock did was call Kurt and tell him about the auction so he can come get his little jump mans. And that's the other thing. Like, listen, y'all. I know y'all know I'm a sneakerhead. I told y'all before. It's a difference between Jordan and Jumpman. The difference between Jordan and Jumpman is the difference between Mercedes and a Buick. All right. So if you win, when you when these niggas be be auctioning, just because you see the little Michael Jordan emblem on them, those are not Jordans. Those is Jumpmans. Okay, it's different. It's like the all these Jordans. Ain't nobody wearing Jumpman. Jumpmans are a fail. Jumpmans are traitors. Like, yeah, flop ass sneak. So when he was when she she had, I saw one pair of Jordans. The rest of them shits was Jumpmans, and that's how I know Kurt ain't balling like he said because ain't nah. But Jack had the scene where he tried to get, where he uh. He gifted Shorty the massage and she That's went back right. massage yeah, and he yeah, showed yeah. up in the massage room. I like her. What you you like? What you, what's her name? I don't know her name. I like her. Like I like her. I, 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 I was some bullshit. She falls for jock shit, but I feel like she's another Kadea, one. Like Kadia. Yeah, she's another one. She falls for jock shit, but only so far. Like I feel like she's kind of like a Jocelyn. Like yeah, I know, I know, I know. Did he talk shit? But you know, it's like like you forget. It's like it's like. I'm going to forgive what I'm going to forgive for my reasons, but you're not just going to do whatever, whatever, where I decide to draw a line is where, like, girl, you know, it's like that, like, you know, her and Jocelyn are like that, it's not like they're dumb, it's not like you're getting over on them, even though the dudes might think, like, they understand that you, but they just like, you know, whatever, but, no, this shit over here, both of them, I feel like they're the same, like, so, I know, I feel like I kind of like her, because, again, you know, and again, she's the main chick. Like he lives over there, so whatever this other bird shit is, is this other bird shit. And I mean, at some point, sis, you got to be like, look, you, I'm, you got how many baby mamas, how many kids? At some point, you just got to know what you got. So, you know, right. you can't be out here acting like y'all married, and and and, you, and and it ain't gonna be no other bras when you know you done married a nigga that got eight other baby mamas, and you know you've already. You've already stepped into the you already stepped into the pool at six feet of water, so you can't be acting like you down in three. You know what I mean? You got to be swimming like you in six at some point. So that's another reason why I'm like, eh, you know, wouldn't be me. But hey, if you in Atlanta and you a straight woman, I hear I hear the pickings are not that great. So oh, I'd be in the house, huh? You'd be in the house. I said, I don't know. I'd be, I'd just be right here in this house. Yeah, I just, you know, God knew what he was doing when he didn't make me a man because I don't know what I would have been like. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't have had a bunch of kids, I don't think, but Lord, because I know how I am right now as not a man. So it, <laughs> God knew I was, he humbled me. Anyway, all right, so that's shit we watched. We, um, that's it, right? That's all we, because, oh, Game of Thrones, did you, did you, did you, did you have you been watching it? So I watched the last episode. I haven't started over again. Okay. But uh, I watched this last past week episode. So again, again, I have to give a shout out to Game of Thrones because again, the last scene where the Sons of the Harpy tried to get my nigga Khaleesi and 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 yo, Drogon came on the scene like, oh, I know you ain't finna run up on my mama. Oh, this shit was just so excellent. A lot of people was like, oh, the Unsullied got. Fun. I'm like, nah, B. The Unsullied. It was only like eight of them. And it was all them harpies, and they was getting them motherfuckers up out of there. And it's a scene when they was cornered, or they was center in the middle, and everybody, oh, that was the best scene. Oh, and, uh, I don't know the different, like, groups yet. So who, so the young lady, that's Khaleesi with the blonde hair? Yeah, the one in the white, yeah. That's Daenerys Targaryen, mother of dragons. Okay. Rightful heir to the Iron Throne of Westeros. Yes. So, so that's Daenerys? 
That's Denari. Her name, she has two names. You got, you had to watch it. Lacey so, and Denari. Yeah, that's her two names. And, and it's, it's Same depending okay. on what you're trying to say, sometimes you'll say Khaleesi, sometimes you'll say Denari's because she rolled with, um, there's this group called the, uh, the Dothraki about two or three seasons back. So she got sold. I told you she got sold in slavery and all that, but she came up and she ended up getting sold off to this Dothraki warlord. So she was the queen of Dothraki and they're like uh, Mongols. They ride around. They're very warlike people. So depending on situation, sometimes you'll call her Khaleesi because sometimes she acts very Khaleesi-like. And sometimes you'll call her Daenerys. Sometimes she acts very Daenerys-like. You would have to watch it to know the difference though. But they kind of one in the same. It's just a lot of people... I feel Khaleesi gets, okay. or I feel Denarius gets a bad rap because a lot of people say she's soft. She is soft. She does have a soft heart, but you got to remember she's a young girl. Like I said, she's a teenager, but she's not really soft. She's just compassionate. She's she not, is soft. She's not soft because when it comes time to do what she got to do, she does it. They got mad at her when she executed that slave. She talking, is soft. Nah, not at all. People, I'm like, yo, people mistake, people mistake, don't mistake her being fair and compassionate for being soft because when her, she's pressed and she really got to make a move, this is the type of person I am. You know, she's on the throne. She's all this shit going on. She don't know what's going down. When, when things are, when you're uncertain, when you're in power or when you're holding whatever it is and you're uncertain of things and you're trying to work it out, it's better to be the motherfucker they don't fuck with than the motherfucker they can get over. Okay. So, all this, you know, coming to me with the sob stories and letting him go. Fuck no, you don't let him go. Kill his ass because I don't know what's going on and y'all might get mad, but guess what you won't do? You won't fuck with me until I figure this shit out because I will kill your ass. And she always does that. So when people say she's soft, like, nope, she's not soft. Whenever it comes time to make the decision, she'll kill you because she was going to kill Jorah. The only reason she didn't was because Tyrion was like, well... You know, that's what she, she miss, she misses advisors, but she ain't soft. When it comes time to kill, she kill. And, and you, you didn't see the scene when she got Missandei, when she went to Slaver's Bay and got her unsullied. That bitch came through there and the dude that she, she was dealing with the slave trader and the dude was speaking Valerian, which is her mother tongue, but she, he didn't know that. He thinking who this bitch, he calling her all kinds of bitches and hoes and just all this shit. And Missandei is translating. He don't know. Khaleesi understands what he's saying the entire time. But she's just like standing there. He calling her, oh, a bitch, a slut, all this. And she's just standing there doing her because she wants this army, right? So when she comes through and she gets the army, and the dude wants one of her dragons for, for the army. So she like, all right. So she tells him she's going to give him the dragon. But everybody watching, like, I know Khaleesi ain't finna give this dragon. You're going to burn your dumb ass up, nigga. So when she comes through... And that's when you see, that's who she, that scene is awesome, because that's when you see who she really is. So all those people say she's soft, no. Because when she rolled through and made that speech to the Unsullied and was like, yo, y'all want to come with me? Y'all could be free, or y'all could stay here and, and continue to live under this motherfucker. And they came to her side, and she turned around and told Drogon to burn that whole shit down. Yo, that was one of the best scenes in Game of Thrones, because Khaleesi glowed up that day. Like, cause it was funny because, um, you know, he called her whole whatever. And when she turned to the Unsullied, she spoke to them in Valerian, and you can see his face. And he was like, "You speak Valerian." She turned around like, "Motherfucker, I am Daenerys Targaryen." Um, and she went through all her all her titles, um, Mother of Dragons, the Unburnt. Like she went through all these titles and saying who she was. And she was like, "Valerian is my mother tongue." I, you know, that shit was so. Dope. She looked at him like, nigga, do you got me fucked up? You think I'm playing? I am the shit right now. And she <laughs> turned to Drogon and told him to burn it. And the three dragons came through and burnt the all. That was 
was one of the best scenes in Game of Thrones. That shit was so hard body. I was like, yes, she got the motherfuckers out, out of there. And that's how she got That shit was fun. I'm just... Yeah, she's beautiful. I just... The, um... Wait, that... The, you talking about this last episode? No, the scene I'm talking about was the season finale two seasons ago, or maybe one season oh. ago. I don't know. That's when she got... That's how she got that army, the Unsullied, and that's how she marched to Marine after that, with that army. Well, shit, I don't fucking know what the fuck is going on, but I was watching this last scene, and yeah. they joked, drooped down, and was burning everybody, and Yeah, shit. That, it was and similar, then, it was similar to that, but in that scene, it was all, because she has three dragons, two of them she got locked up in the basement, Drogon okay. left home a while ago, like, yo, I ain't living in the basement, Ma, sorry, and he just been out on his own, he like the oldest one, he the biggest one, he ain't got time to be staying home with Ma, so he just out, right? So, and, you know, he comes and goes as he pleases. So that's what you saw at the end when, when everybody was like, they fought for Khaleesi and she left their ass standing behind a rope and went to the club. And she did, though. But, that, right. but again, if you read the books, that's a key scene because the way the Targaryens um, won the throne is they flew on dragons. So that part where she climbs on the back of the dragon and flies off is very important because that's her learning how to fly a dragon. And nobody could do that. That's why Tyrion, everybody was like, they, they was looking up like, this bitch left us here. No, they was looking up like, this bitch is riding a dragon because nobody... That's, when, huh? that's how, uh, I mean, again, yeah, I've only seen, this is an episode and a half that I've of this show. Yeah. So, like, I'm watching this shit. I don't know anything that's going on. I don't know the backstory. I don't know shit about this show. Yeah. But I'm watching this and I'm like, yo, this girl, she's standing in the middle of this circle of everybody's fighting. First of all, and then I was asking, like, well, what's going to happen if everybody just rushes at one time? Maybe that's not the rules. Maybe that's not allowed. Yeah. I don't know. They would have got but, killed. Yeah, but um, anyway, so she 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 walks out to this dragon. So first of all, I was like, she's bold as fuck. That's her like, son. Anything could have fucking happened. But I was just like, I, I didn't know that at the time. So yeah. I was like, well, she has a connection with this dragon. Yeah. She just she just walked the fuck out there. Yeah. And I was just like, well, hmm. And then he turned around and roared. Mm-hmm. But he it didn't know. Fi- at first, he started roaring at the people and like. Yeah fire stopped happening so I was like okay so he's hurt what the fuck is happening he turned around he roared at her and I was just like okay well alright so there's a connection here so he's talking to her Yeah. alright I get it he's a teenager so she walks over she gets on the back and then I was like alright well um they gonna take off and I was like oh shit like they went zero to a hundred so <laughs> fucking quick like how he get in the air like that yeah. like that shit is that that shit is not that big yeah. that nigga is huge like yeah. how he fly out this is amazing like yeah. I was watching yeah. and that's, that's I, I watched scene. it like that like yeah, that's the key scene because that's a, that's the thing in the books. That's how the Targaryens captured the throne because nobody they came in, they rode dragons, nobody could fuck with them. So that's key. Like every step, we see her getting closer and closer and closer to her destiny. So that's why that was a key scene. That's why it was like they was looking at her like this bitch left us. No, they was looking at her like yo, this bitch is riding dragon because again they haven't seen dragons in the thought. Like they don't even know in Westeros. They heard well, they know she got dragons. But Cersei, little bitch, was like, all oh, three little tiny dragons. And Varys was like, um, growing every day, bitch, they dragons. The fuck are you talking about? Tiny dragons. Ain't nobody seen dragons at all in a thousand years, bitch. Who cares? However size they are, right? So. Well, I gotta go see that scene that you were talking about. Because yeah. I thought you were talking about this. And then yeah. I was confused. So at the beginning, where there was those two girls in the jail cell. And then they were smacking oh, each other. And those going are the back sand snakes. Those are the sand snakes. So, that's, so the kingdoms are... West Seven Kingdoms are Westeros, uh, Dorne, Marine, uh, um, High Garden, or is that the name of it? Where's the Tyrells from? I think it's called High Garden. Um, the North, which is Winterfell, 
um, Dragon, uh, uh, no, where's Tyrion, uh, not Tyrion, where's, uh, fucking Reek from? Fucking Theon. Um, the, the, the Iron Islands, and what's the seventh one? Iron Isles, and, um, wherever Stannis is from, I can't remember what that's called. It's two sets of islands. Oh, Bravos, Bravos, Bravos. So there's the, there's Bravos, the Iron, um, Isles, uh, King's Landing, Dorne, Westeros, Dorne, uh, whatever. I, I'll have to look at the map. But when it comes on, when it, that long ass half hour intro, they show you all the, they show you all the seven kingdoms of, of, that make up the, 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 the world. Um, so what did you ask me? About the two girls at the oh. beginning. So those are the sand sticks. They're from Dorne. So I figured out who you were talking about last week when you was like, all you saw was the lady with the dark hair. The lady with the dark hair is the princess of Dorne. So the ones where they were sitting there drinking the wine, and he was like, uh-huh. toast to Tommen, and she poured the wine out. That's the that's the sand snake's mother. So they, their story in HBO is not as developed in the book. They're like these badass bitches. They kick ass. They, the three daughters are like assassins. She taught them everything she know. They badass, and that's why she's so hardcore. Like, yo, why have we fucking been into these motherfuckers? We need to go kill them. She's she's written now. Nah, she's not written as well in HBO, but I read that maybe the last couple, this last um, season finale tonight, it'll be correct. Cause the way she's written is not in the book. They they they're they're they're, they're the real deal. Um, so that's who they are, and that's Dorn. So nobody likes, you know. Again, the fight for the throne, like like it's all these f- five families since the king been killed been vying for the throne, and it's a big backstory, so, before the books start, there was this big war, um, again, to get the Targaryens out, and the Targaryens are related to the Dornish, and so, um, because they sent, um, they sent their daughter down, or the Dornish sent one of their daughters up to Westeros to marry, um, one of the Targaryens, you know, to unite the families, and when they did the usurption, they killed her, they raped her, they killed their, their children, her children, the princess of Dorne, so this princess they keep talking about, is this woman that, that the Lannisters and all those people killed. So that's why the chick is like, fuck y'all. That's why there's so much this this beef, because it goes beyond everything that's since then. It's an extra. They killed Prince Martell. Nobody likes the Lannisters. The Lannisters just slimy. Nobody likes them, but the beef, they've been beefing for a long time, and they've been wanting to get back at them for that, and now it's all this extra shit. So that's why she's just, like, not for it. Fuck you, fuck your king, fuck Cersei. Why the fuck you sitting here not doing nothing? They done killed your daughter, they done killed your grandkids, they done sent this bitch down here, you know, all the shit they doing, and you just sitting here, and now they killed your other son, and you just sitting here not doing shit. So, it's a lot of backstory, and it's not really being, so it's not, so far, it's not really being relayed through the story, so if you never read the books, you might not get it all, but that's what that is. How many, and you said it's like five books? I think five, I think five, five, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's five and we're waiting on the sixth, or it's four and we're waiting on the fifth, I can't remember. Um, I was reading this week that the author was just like, y'all stop asking me for these damn books. Yeah, basically, but nigga, where the books at? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah, um, so it's a great show. Tonight's season finale, which I was hoping it was going to be two or three more episodes, but I knew it was ending soon because True Detective is starting on the 22nd, so I guess there'll be like a look of a week break. But, um, yeah, so tonight's season finale, so it's going to be interesting to see how, how it wraps up. But, um, yeah, the last couple episodes have been so epic. But, you know, watch it and get caught up because you got you to gotta see all of it to, to really get what's going on. Yeah. Uh, wasn't no Ming, yeah. wasn't no Ming Shaw's tonight. 
last Sunday. It wasn't no big show. Nah, it wasn't no big shows on this. <laughs> All right, so last um, I don't, who who got me fucked up? I don't really have one. I mean, you got you got somebody that got you fucked up this week. No, I, no, nobody that had me. I just, um, I guess in, in human-related um, racial incidents, I guess. I was at the pool yesterday here, and we have a black pool attendant, and there were some um, white people at the pool, and they were playing some country folk music. And I got there, and I got in the water, and I was in the water with my niece or whatever. And I got out, and I he came over, and he was... He, to the white people, he was just like, "Yo, can y'all turn this music down?" And he seemed real agitated, so he he made it apparent that he had been over there once or twice or whatever. So I was just like, "Oh, okay, well, you know, turn the music down." And the guy was just like, "I haven't turned it down since the, I mean, I haven't turned it up since the last time you came over here." So I was just like, oh, "Okay," so I I continued to sit there, and then a couple minutes later, he comes back and he's just like, "Um." I told y'all to turn that music down. Like, y'all keep making me come over here. And the, guy, the white guy was just like, I haven't turned it up again. It was, he, he did turn that music up again. <laughs> like, he was turning that music back up. And it, it was, it was, uh, it were playing like some Leonard Skinner type music. But it wasn't. Wait a minute, I like Leonard Skinner, but anyway. I like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> but it was, it was just like, it was other Leonard Skinner. Like, it was. It was only appreciated by that certain... <laughs> oh, so it wasn't Leonard Skinner. It was some other shit. that music. <laughs> yeah. So it was... He made it apparent that he was fed up with that music because <laughs> average average white band came on. They were playing. And I was just like, oh, funky. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, and he didn't say shit, though. So I was just <laughs> like, oh, well, he didn't want to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Oh. And every time he came over there, they were all looking at him like, "Oh, we live here too." And yeah, like they like they wanted to be like, "You're being prejudiced." And like, like they were just looking at him so dumbfounded, like, Why are you over here? "No, I want you to turn that shit off." Right? I wanted him to just be like, "Yo, turn this off." And he kept being like, "Y'all not supposed to have these radios over here, no way." <laughs> she was fed up. I was just like. I was sitting over there giggling. That shit was so funny. He was fed up. <laughs> he was fed up, but yeah, nobody got me fucked up. But uh, they had him fucked up yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody got me fucked up. It was a busy day at work this past week, man. We got. Uh, I can't get into it, but the company I work for, actually, yeah, okay. Let me tell you how they got us fucked up. So the company I work for, I'm not gonna say who it is. Some of y'all already know, or y'all can probably figure it out. But it's you know, no shade, no tea. We're a very, like, bougie, elite, I mean, justifiably so. Like, we're, like, top, number one in everything that matters, right? And when you, but when you hire us, you know this, right? Like, you, it's, certain companies come along with a certain reputation. We have a certain reputation. We have a certain brand. Best of the best, top of the top. If you, if you ain't got the money for us, don't hire us. You know what I mean? Like, no, and no shade. Like, hey, we're expensive. Like, not every, you know, we get it. Like, everybody, and we don't, you know, we don't really... We don't really take every 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 job we get either for the same reason. Like, yo, we really can't do what y'all need to do on this money, right? Well, this clan we got now, these motherfuckers is is nickel and diming us to death. And this, they, bruh, they, so we 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 at the client side during week. They accuse it's, it's so we not the only. So I'm a consultant, right? I work in finance as a consultant as an attorney. Okay, 
but we're not the only contractors there. We are there. It's, we have a subcontract that we that that we control, but there's other contractors there, right? But you can kind of tell us because again, who our company is, we dress like we're at work. The, the, the client, people be up in their shorts and flip-flops at work. We don't dress like that, right? So you can kind of tell us right away. Nigga, they, they, we keep getting in trouble. We don't know why, because we keep being places we ain't supposed to be. We don't go nowhere. We sit in our area. We, they got told us we've been going into the executive pantry. We didn't even know they had an executive pantry. They said we've been going in there stealing sugar packets out the executive pantry and making unauthorized coffee. We like... We didn't even know what y'all. We didn't even know y'all niggas had an executive pantry. What are you talking about? What? So we just like whatever, man. They like yeah, y'all y'all be sitting in the lounges. We don't go nowhere. We got one little section where we sit. We go from there to the bathroom to the outside. Then they like don't use the walking through. We just call they're the key. They're, we're always causing problems. We don't know what, how. We just causing problems. So our director was like, well, if you could just okay, well. Well, there's an issue. Whenever we want to have a meeting room, your people are in there. We don't be in no meeting room. But he was like, okay, well, can you just give us a list of rooms where you don't want us to be and we just make sure we won't be there? Can't never get an answer on that. Because we don't be in no meeting rooms. We think it's, actually, we think, we don't know what it is. We think they just a whack-ass client. But it, we like, well, it could be some of these other contracts. But the parent, well, we know it's not them because of how y'all dress. All right. Whatever. I guarantee you, ain't nobody, y'all petty because... Ain't nobody stealing sugar packets for one. For two, how do you even know if somebody was? You counting the sugar packets? Right. And uh, the, it's a cafeteria. It's cheap as shit. Coffee is $1.50. Who, hey, come on, man. It's just so, anyway, that's how they got it. And then the other way they got us fucked up is, first they try to put us in corporate housing. And, again, we travel a lot. We're inconvenienced a lot. You know, it's, 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 it's. So one thing we do do when we travel, we travel top of the line. If I'm going to be away from my house and, not, you know, certain people from my family and my kids for all the week, for all these different months, God damn it, I'm going to do it in style. I'm going to stay in, the, in four star above hotel. I'm staying in the night. I'm not, you know, so we stay in, we stay in this nice hotel downtown. It's a nice hotel. You come in, it's, it's a really nice hotel. I fucking, it's so nice. I fucking took the sheets off their pillows case to pillows to see what kind of pillows they had so I could buy the shit for my bed because that's how plush the motherfucking pillows were. And they was trying to put us in corporate housing. And we like, no. Don't nobody would be in no fucking corporate housing. First of all, where we at is out in the middle of the sticks. It's bad enough we in downtown Columbus. I mean, it's a little bit to do, but not too much. Like, I've already gone to every restaurant there is to go to. You know, this coming week I will have started going back twice. I mean, there really ain't that much to do, but it's more to do than out there, number one. Number two, no. Ain't no housekeeping. That's about well, you can make your own girl. I ain't trying to make shit, bitch. I, we work till 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock at night. I'm not trying to go home to no fucking corporate housing and cook and buy groceries. Is you crazy? If I'm going to be doing all that, I might as well be home. No. We're going to a hotel where they have room service, where they have restaurants, where the housekeeping comes and gets my shit up and cleans my shit and brings me more towels, scented towels, and brings me... Nice water. No, we ain't doing no corporate housing. So now they're giving us this rate. Well, you got to get a room for it. Just ridiculous rate, which is mad low. So we've been re- negotiating corporate rates with all the hotels. Because the one we was in, they was like, sorry, we, we can't do it. It's too low. We already had a low rate with them but as it was. They're like, no, we can't take it down to that. So we're trying to renegotiate with these other hotels. But, you know, it's like, we was just like, yo, you heard of us, right? You Googled us. You know who we are? Because if y'all couldn't afford, you know, we're not the ones that be pinch of pennies with. If y'all couldn't afford us, that's cool. Y'all need to go hire one of these other smaller companies or one of these less 
quote fingers prestigious companies because we're not the one. <laughs> you ain't like, I'm not doing without my scented towels. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not doing without my top of the line lotion, my soap. Sorry, my spa shower. Yes, I need all that if I'm going to be in Ohio Monday through Friday. Yes, so that's how they got us fucked up. That's funny. Yeah. When you tweeted about that sugar package, you know. <laughs> We were sitting there, they brought us in a meeting, and we was, uh, my pop, she was like, I'm, she was like, I'm sorry, I don't even really know how to say this to y'all, I'm, I'm very sorry, her face is red, she was like, I just, but, she was like, we've been accused of causing problems, um, somebody's stealing sugar packets out of the executive, she was like, I don't even, I don't know where the, she was like, I would tell you where to avoid the executive pantry, she's like, I don't even know where it is, I didn't even know they had the executive pantry, she's like, can you, so can we just please just, she was like, I know, just try to just stay, I mean, don't get me wrong, the subcontractors, they can get a little loud, they can be, because they get paid more than we do, we get paid salary, them subcontractors, them motherfuckers get paid minimum $100 an hour, and they get overtime. And they all retire. So they're already bringing in government pensions as it is. And now you're getting $100 an hour. They, they, these motherfuckers make like almost 200 grand a year doing this shit. Right? So, but they, they can, they do get a little loud. They can be seen milling about. But not to, not, these, these motherfuckers are just petty. We like, really? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you're going out. What else they said? Oh, we can only use, it's only two doors we can use. Don't use the other door. We like, we here, we here for y'all. We here because y'all fucked up. Y'all don't know what y'all doing. That's why we here. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we don't want to be here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's, My response would have went something like that. Look, we here to help you. And if you think we about to stay around here, and y'all coming with these reindeer fucking games, I mean, y'all get the hell on with these with they kind of, They kind of did say that as corporate as they can. They was like, well, you know... On the corporate housing, big no. <laughs> it's like we took a poll, resounding no. Because they was bugging us about it. Give us your give us your uh, corporate. And I was like, what is this bullshit? So people started emailing, like, who is this lady? Because she was like, give us your credit card so we can book the room. We was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Yeah, so, yeah, they got me fucked up. Y'all, now I'm going to have to be, I mean, and somebody was like, because I said I'm going to have to go to the Westin. They were like, well, what hotel was you in? I was like, better than the Westin. I ain't going to say what it was. But now, I don't know, I figured out they got the Westin, and they got the Marriott, and they got the Sheridan. And the Marriott got a pool, as I do my research. So, actually, I might go to the Marriott now, because I'm like, oh, because that's the only thing that one doesn't have. I was like, damn, I wish this had a pool. But the Marriott got a pool. So, I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll go to the Marriott. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, folks, so we still got a good little show out of it. Um. That was, thanks for asking. I don't know what this episode is going to be. Um, you know what it's going to be? You ain't got a lie to kick it. That's the yeah. next step. Episode 11, you ain't got a lie to kick it. There you go. So I'm with that. All right. Can so, I borrow your microwave? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm Kels at KMGZ. I'm suave at Sincerely Suave. And, um... That's episode 11. And again, um, do your outro. You always do it better than me. I'll be forgetting to say stuff. So. All right. Um, y'all can hit us up on Thanks for Asking uh, podcast at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on our respective Twitters. Yes. And on the podcast Twitters, if you so choose to. Um, 
I don't think either one of us check it regularly, so it's probably better to hit us up on our individual Twitters. It definitely is. Um, if you want it. it definitely is. Um, and I see some of y'all doing, I see y'all, and I know a lot of y'all listening, and we appreciate it. And tell your friends, because, I don't know, um, you know, we like doing this, we have fun, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully y'all have fun too. So, uh, and tell your friends, friends, and we can be friends. <laughs> All right, so y'all, y'all enjoy y'all week and um, keep them Rachel jokes coming, cause good lord, that was a gift. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep dropping this week, cause man, these pounds coming off from that laughter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Hi.